You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1494, brought to you today by Fry's Equine Insurance. Welcome to Horse Insurance 101 by Fry's Equine Insurance at friesequineinsurance.com. Well, Glenn, back with you, founder of the Horse Radio Network and host of Horses in the Morning. As I said in the past, one of our most requested segments we have gotten from listeners is about insurance for your horse and your farm. Susan Strauser is here from Fry's Insurance and has agreed to help us with this five-part series that we're putting out one a month. And she's helping us understand what we're buying and what we need. And if you missed the last two months, we discussed horse mortality and health insurance and liability insurance. And you can find those at horseradionetwork.com slash insurance. Today in part three, we're talking about farm owner's insurance. So Susan, what's a farm owner's policy and how does it differ from a horse, a homeowner's policy? Well, Glenn, that's a good question. A lot of people don't understand that there is a difference between these policies. So we all understand a homeowner's policy. It's going to protect our home if there's storm damage or wind damage. We also understand that there's some liability coverage. Somebody comes in the house Uh, you know, trips over a rug and gets hurt. Um, Those are all covered in your standard homeowner's policies. How a farm owner's policy is different is it expands that coverage a little bit. So in our case, because all we do are equine farms, it's going to provide you that same basic coverage on your house and your personal liability, but it's also going to extend out to cover your barns. Uh, your farm equipment, and it's also going to um, have the opportunity to include your equine liability in there as well. So what is a farm owner's policy and how does it differ from a homeowner's policy? That's a very good question. Uh, Most of us understand a homeowner's policy. It's going to cover our home in case of storm damage or other type of covered damages, but it'll also cover our personal liability. A farm owner's policy does the same thing, except it extends that coverage out to our barns, uh, to our farm equipment, and it can also bring in our equine liability coverage, which a lot of times is lacking on a homeowner's policy. So if you um, own your own property and you need to cover your barns, a lot of times on a homeowner's policy, you are not getting a good replacement cost value on your barns. And that is something important that we look at to make sure that you have the right coverage, as well as picking up the liability you need on your horses. So you brought up replacement costs. How is that determined anyway? Okay. So replacement cost is the the amount that it would cost to replace your barn or your building or your house. At today's rates as opposed to when I built it? or Exactly. Exactly. We're looking to make you whole again if there's some kind of a damage to it. So if I built it 20 years ago, and obviously things, it was 25% the cost of building one now, uh, we're looking at today's replacement costs. Exactly. Okay. I often wondered that. Yes. So what we do as an agency is we take some information about your barns. We're looking at when it was built, um, what it is built with, uh, what kind of siding, what kind of roof, how many stalls are in it. So basically we want to put all the pieces together to what it would cost to rebuild your barn. So we have a program that is provided by our insurance companies that we plug in this information and then it spits out a worksheet for us that gives us 
the replacement cost value. Now, we like to send that to our insureds because it's important that you are part of the process in determining what that replacement cost is because there are so many factors. Is there electric in the building? Is there water running in the buildings? How fancy are the stalls? Those are all things that can bring up a value on your barn. And it's important to make sure that you're insured properly because the time to find that out is not at a claim because that's when everyone um, is stressed out. We want to make sure that you've got a good value up front. Plus having your barn insured properly um, could affect if there's a partial claim. So for example, if you have a $200,000 barn and you've only insured it at a hundred thousand, and then down the road, there's a windstorm that takes off part of your roof and it's a $10,000 fix. Because you're only insured at, at 50% of the value, you're probably only going to get paid around 50% of that claim. So it's very important to make sure that, that barns and buildings and your house are insured at replacement cost. Well, so that you brought up earlier, what about equipment, tractors, and, and how about tax? Some people own a, you know, a lot of tax. Exactly. And a lot of homeowners policies, again, do not cover these things as part of your your policy. I'm shopping for as, a tractor right now, Susan. They ain't cheap. No, no, <laughs> not right. at all. They used to be and, cheap. And a lot They're of not cheap anymore. Cheap either. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So definitely we can schedule your farm equipment and your tax. So tax is not considered household property. So we, we know that a part of our homeowners and farm owners policies, we have so much coverage for clothing and furniture and decorations and things like that in the house. But tax is not considered household property. So you would have to list that separately. Um, same with your equipment and tractors. Uh, these items are typically insured um, as an on an actual cash value so they are going to look at depreciation if there is a claim uh, but you want to list that out to make sure that you are covered in case of a loss that you don't have to put out all that out-of-pocket expense to replace what you need okay so let's say I'm more than a homeowner uh, I you know with a few horses and I actually run a training or boarding facility then it is a policy change the farmer good policy? question yeah Yep. If you if you have a typical homeowner's policy and you run a, a boarding business or other type of equine business on your property, usually your homeowner's policy will exclude coverage or not put any coverage on the barns, even if they're listed on the policy. So that's something that everyone needs to really look at. You need to understand what your policy covers and what it doesn't cover. So that's what the farm owner's policy will do for you. We're going to list out those barns. We're going to make sure you have the right coverage and we are not going to exclude them just because you're doing a business because that's what our policies are for. So then we're going to add on that liability coverage that you need for your boarding business, if you're giving lessons, if you're doing training, that'll all be made a part of your policy. So if you're, what happens if I'm leasing my property? Same thing? Or does the leasee, I was curious about that. Okay. So if you own the property yeah. and you lease it to somebody else. Yeah, who brings in their um, horses you, or training business or whatever. Yes. Yeah, so you as the owner would um, insure, typically will insure the barns 
and the house. And then the person leasing the property could take out one of two different types of policies. They could either take out an equine liability policy to cover the business that they're running, or if they're living there, they could take out a farm policy, which would act like a renter's policy that most people are familiar with, um, that is going to pick up your household contents, your personal liability, and then also bring in that equine liability. But if you're living there, you own the property, you're living there, but you're leasing the barn out to someone else to run um, their business, then you need to make sure that they have a liability policy and that they name you on that policy so that you have protection if they cause a liability incident. Many homeowners or property owners um, don't require that additional step, but it's very important because your policy will not cover the activities of an independent who's leasing your property. Also, a lot of homeowners policies, again, will exclude coverage on the barns because you're leasing it to someone else. So that's another reason it's important to have the type of policy that's specific to the needs that you have. And and uh, they're going to sue both of you. The people that are, you know, somebody gets hurt or whatever the situation is, they're going to sue the person that's leasing from you and you. You're both getting sued. Um, exactly. So, and I've seen this go wrong so many times where people are, are are leasing it to somebody and they don't have make sure that the leasee has that insurance and them named on it. You've got to do that. I wouldn't. Exactly. You don't do this unless that happens. Exactly. And in fact, it should be written in your lease agreement that they maintain the policy, that they um, add you as an additional insured. We've even had clients go as far as requiring that they go, say, through my agency. If I'm writing the farm, they want them to carry it um, through us so that we can keep an eye on make sure that policy stays in place. It's very important that you trust the person you're leasing to and that you have the proper documentation in place in the, in the um, unfortunate event that something would go wrong. And you know, Glenn, another question that we've gotten is, what if I have an unowned horse on my property that belongs to a friend? Um, and they don't pay board. Again, you should check your homeowner's policy because a lot of times that the fact that it's an unknown horse triggers um, the exclusion on the barn that that horse is housed in. So it's so important not only to understand the policies that you carry on your property, on your auto, on anything that you have insurance on, but that you um, have the right type of coverage. So you need to talk to your agent or more importantly, talk to someone like me who specializes in this. This is all we write is equine liability, equine farm, or policies for the horses. So remind everyone what states you service. Okay, so we can write in about 17 states, and we're mostly, we're based in Ohio. We can write mostly in the Midwest and down the East Coast. We also do some out West. We can write in California and Washington as well. Um, And you can find that list on our website. It's on the bottom of each page of our website to show the states that we can write in. That's FriesEquineInsurance.com. And you represent a bunch of, you're independent, so there's a bunch of different companies. 
Yes, we do. M- the majority of our horse mortality policies go with Great American and the Hartford. And our farm policies, we have several major companies, most notably is Chubb Agribusiness and Travelers. But our companies are solid. They do a good job with claims adjusting. And we have a r- good rapport with the underwriters that we work with. And how do they get a farm owner's quote? A uh, farm owner's quote, you got to do a little bit of work for that. You need to fill out. We've we've shortened down the applications. Most companies, a farm application can be up to 10, 12 pages long. We've shortened it down to a two-page, what we call our short-form questionnaire. It's going to ask some basic questions about the house, the buildings, um, any farm property, tack that you may want to cover. And then it asks also about the equine liability. Do you own horses? What are you doing as a business? How many shows or clinics do you estimate you're doing? But with this basic information, we can then submit that to our different companies for review and then get you some good quotes. Well, there you have it. Horse Radio Network has thousands of engaging podcasts for horse people, and you can have them sent right to your phone. Just subscribe via your favorite podcast player. This is Coach Jen, and I will be back again soon with another tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show.